Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally all around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And I would truly just like to say thank you so, so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. If you're on Facebook, they are still being nice to me. <laughs> Please hit the share button. Please hit the share button right now. It goes a long way for me trying to help reach the masses with the truth that we do not get on the mainstream liberal media. On Twitter, thank you so, so much. Please hit the retweet right now. YouTube audience, thank you. I truly appreciate you. And all those checking in via my podcast, thank you so, so much for helping the uh, David J. Harris Jr. podcast climb the charts and spreading truth to the masses. That's what I do. I've got an amazing show lined up for you all today on this, what is it, Tuesday? Goodness gracious. I'm interviewing Ted Nugent for my podcast after this. Uh, I've got a pin to give away. Oh yeah, you guys heard me say it. I got uh, I got a few of these pins in the Oval Office when I was in there to see the president back in February, right before literally everything changed. Literally everything changed. So for those of you that ordered my book, you are in the drawing. I got you in my lucky hat right here, side hat. I got all those orders. I'm going to be pulling that out later uh, this show as well. So somebody's going to get this. You can't even buy these. I looked online. You can't get them. I was making sure. But thank you for those of you that supported me by getting my book at davidharrisjr.store. Uh, somebody is going to win that today. I've got videos of Lebanon, the explosion that took place. We've got news of individuals, unfortunately, that are calling for police now after calling for defunding the police. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works. Defund the police. Get rid of them. We need less police. And then you get uh, something happens and it's like, oh, I need the police. Who are you going to call? You're not going to call the Ghostbusters. Uh, we're going to have a fun show today. So please hit the share or retweet if you have not already. And let's jump into today's news. So top of the hour, uh, we have an article on this as well. But let me show you the explosion, several clips of the explosion that took place today in Lebanon. Several people have died from this. Uh, we've got a little behind the scenes on what it might have been. Here's the video. absolutely uh, chaotic as what took place is being shared that it was a fireworks manufacturing uh, plant warehousing those fireworks however it is also being spread from tweets on Twitter that there may have been rockets there Iranian rockets there inside of that warehouse for Hezbollah so we will uh, stay tuned as to what exactly took place why the explosion took place but Lebanon was definitely rocked today unfortunately well over here, we've got uh, individuals that continue to uh, chant defunding the police. I don't understand why anybody would think less police 
is better. We cannot forget that the police respond to hundreds of millions of calls every single year to do a lot more than just show up to protect and serve if we call on them. However, this team that was calling for defunding the police uh, actually uh, is tragically shot to death, unfortunately. Teen who rallied to remove police from Chicago schools it has been killed. Uh, Caleb Reed, a 17-year-old student activist from Mather High School in Chicago, has been found dead with a bullet in his head. Reed called for the elimination of police in the schools and even held a rally for that purpose. Police officers found Reed lying on the sidewalk with a bullet wound through his head. They had to tr him transported to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Reed was shot about 1 p.m. Friday, 1 in the afternoon. It's not even just at night this is this craziness is happening in the 1900 block of West Granville Avenue in the West Rogers Park neighborhood. This was broad daylight and no one saw anything. Well, apparently nobody saw anything. Nobody wants to say anything. No, no, no motives have been given and no suspects have been named. Does it really take people getting murdered? Does it really take people getting shot and killed for maybe those around them, their loved ones that are thinking that somehow defunding the police is going to be a good thing to understand that it's an asinine push from the political left to try to destabilize our country even more than it already is right now? Is it really, is that really what it's going to take? You know, we had somebody, I uh, won't get into details, but a longtime friend that has since stopped actually being friends over our political beliefs lost her son. He was murdered. He was 22 years old. And uh, my wife and I feel it very heavily. Uh, she was a good friend of my wife's growing up since high school. And uh, he's in the Portland area. Still don't know all the details yet. But uh, he was also shot and killed uh, just this last week. And unfortunately, the family can't even have a funeral because of the lockdowns. Well, unless you're John Lewis, you can have a funeral. And there doesn't need to be social distancing or wearing masks. But if you're anybody else, and they're not Republicans, they're not conservatives. But if you're anybody else, no, you can't have a funeral. You can't have a memorial service to uh, honor and, and remember your lost one. How absolutely insane is it right now? It, it is truly just disgusting and disturbing to me. Hopefully, individuals on the left are waking up from this madness. Well, here's one way to get rid of some of these filthy protesters, though, these anarchists that don't care about the rule of law, that really do ultimately want to plunge our country into a uh, socialistic totalitarian regime. Here's one way to deal with these protesters instead of just standing there, unfortunately, like these police officers are, are being told to do. It's not their fault. They're being told this by their Democrat mayors and governors to basically stand there and be, be punching bags, be targets. Well, I think we need to take a page out of this book right here. That is, that is one way to do it. That right there gets the job done. Bring out the water cannons. Don't put our police in the harm's way. Don't put them in the line of fire to get thrown uh, rocks or bricks or, or ice bottled uh, bottles of water thrown at them or lasers in their face. Just bring out the water cannons and just uh, just brush all that filth that's just out there for no reason. Just brush it all right down the street. That will do the job. Well, in Portland, this Antifa member is actually cries out for police assistance after a woman that uh, they appeared to be harassing uh, stabs one of them. <laughs> now they need the cops. Well, yep, that's, uh, that's Antifa for you. Portland Antifa cries out for police 
assistance. Isn't it ironic, the same Antifa that is calling for the elimination of the police called out for the police after one of them was stabbed by a woman they were harassing as she was trying to get away up the street. You're harassing somebody. She's trying to get away. She may pull out a knife. She may pull out a gun. In the video, you can see that the woman is scared, and as they closed in on her, she pulled out a knife and stabbed one of them. This happened in Portland on Monday. This is what happens when your mayor and chief of police surrender the entire city to domestic terrorists. Violence has been the order of the day for over 60 days now. It is a daily occurrence that you just don't find in cities that don't have Democrats as mayors. The full article there and the video is inside there as well, inside that article at djhjmedia.com. And uh, unfortunately, we've got uh, this uh, news that just broke uh, today that a one-year-old baby has been killed, two adults wounded in Ohio shooting Police don't even have a suspect. We don't know what this is. But I believe that is all of this, regardless of the motives, it's a heightened, uh, it's a heightened sense of chaos, of, of anxiety that people are just acting crazy. Hopefully we don't find out that it's worse than that. Ohio police detectives are looking into a shooting that took place Sunday night. Excuse me, it was Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night that killed a one-year-old child and wounded two adults on Sunday in Akron as the city sees a surge in murders. Police are looking for the driver of a specific pickup truck uh, that could be involved in the shooting that happened around 9.30 p.m. when a suspect fired a number of shots at home according to uh, uh, at a home at, at somebody's house according to the Akron Police uh, Department. It really is just uh, it, everything is so seems to be so unstable friends. Uh, can you really imagine putting our country and the fate of our country into the hands of Joe Biden? or any of the rest of these Democrats that are allowing the chaos to rule and reign in the streets. I mean, heck, in uh, what Minneapolis, they're basically just saying, hey, just you may have to just comply with the burglar, with the robber, with the criminals. If they come up to you and they demand your purse or your wallet or your phone, you just need to give it to them. That's literally their answer now for us responding to these criminals. That in itself is criminal. It's something that they should and need to be held accountable for. Uh, in Los Angeles, uh, the police there are just doing their job, but they are serious about no social distancing. This is a mansion in a gated community that the police rushed in. Uh, we don't know if they're given citing tickets or if they broke the whole thing up, but uh, tell me, is this still really America? Sky 9 live over Beverly Crest tonight where the LAPD has responded to a large party happening right now at a mansion. As you can see, large gatherings are banned under the county's coronavirus health order. What we're seeing here from Sky 9 appears to be dozens and dozens of people at this party. We're told there's a food truck there as well as a DJ. Uh, few, if any, masks or social distancing going on. You see the police officers there. We understand this is a gated mansion just off of Mulholland Drive. LAPD on the street outside of the gate. We'll continue to follow this story and find out if they're handing out any citations uh, for this behavior or not. We'll continue to follow that here on KCAL 9. They are serious about social distancing. Didn't look like anybody there was social distancing or worried about masks. Well, and if you listen to Dr. Uh, Dr. Deborah Birch, she says that we may now need to start wearing masks in our own house. Are you freaking kidding me? How are they going to mandate this? How are they going to check and make sure that you inside your home are wearing a mask for your own protection? Meanwhile, you're breathing your own CO2 all day long. It's not good. It's not healthy. 
Nobody should breathe the amount of CO2 that you have to breathe when you have a mask covering your face nonstop. It's insane to me. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I do not agree. I do not agree. And I, I've had to deal with being on airplanes and uh, I, I did use the medical exemption. Uh, well, the airline since probably my incident changed their tune, sent me a message, sent me an email and made a uh, give me a phone call. They called me, left me a message and said, we're thankful that you're a platinum with American Airlines, but you know we are not going to accept medical exemptions of any kind anymore on our flights. It's wear a mask or don't fly. I've got other interesting information that I'm diving into that I'm not going to get into right now other than just to say that they're trying to ban me. I'll find out more news and I'll, I'll bring it to you. So Deborah Burke says, Americans may have to start wearing masks inside your own house. How do you like them apples? I don't like them very much. I have to admit, for the first two months of the pandemic, I actually thought Dr. Deborah Burks was nonpartisan and reputable. Not so for Dr. Fauci. Flushed uh, his bias out much quicker, and, and time has revealed more and more of the problems that it, with his modeling and his hypocrisy. In April, the doctors were pushing social distancing and shelter in place. Masks would not really help. Dr. Fauci said that. We don't need to really go around wearing masks. Well, he's changed his tune. In June, Dr. Burks and Fauci suddenly, with the WHO, decided masks should be mandatory for anyone going into businesses or any inside gatherings. Some states took it farther, and uh, even with masks and social distancing, no groups could meet, including uh, churches, but abortion clinics and riots, so those can still take place. And if you haven't got my book right there, click on that and get it. You're going to love it. It's going to wake somebody up, hopefully in your home or somebody else's. Now it's August, and according to Summit News, people may need to wear masks inside their own homes. Dr. Deborah Burks has suggested that Americans may, ha may have to start wearing masks inside their home in order to fight the pandemic. You can't spread the virus to yourself. You got to stay home. You got to stay inside your home and wear a mask. It's just getting ridiculous. What are we seeing today? What we are seeing today is different from March and April, Dr. Burks said. It is extraordinarily widespread. It is into the rural and equal urban areas, Burks told them. If you're in a multi-generational household and there's an outbreak in your rural area or in your city, you really need to consider wearing a mask at home. So apparently if you're in the house with grandparents or grandkids, uh, they want you to mask up. They just so, self-quarantining or isolation. You can't even stay six feet away in your own home. You just got to mask up everywhere. Where the heck does it end, friends? I shared a little bit of a story yesterday. I still don't have the video to show because I want to add to it. But uh, we were in the shuttle, my bride and I, from our last trip from Colorado Springs, where I got to hang out with the amazing Victor Marks, uh, who's doing a free training this Saturday, by the way, in San Diego. Go to VictorMarksMarx.com uh, to sign up for that free training on self-defense. Uh, other tactics, the man is definitely a, he's a badass. It's just the only way to say it. He holds the world record for the uh, fastest gun disarm. Literally, it's like less than a second, 0.8 seconds or something insane. He's somebody that you definitely, if you want to take him up on a free training, anybody, take up Victor Marx's. Uh, we met, we ran into this couple on the shuttle on the way back. He was looking like he wanted to hurt both of us. I had sunglasses on. He couldn't tell where I was looking. But I seen him looking at my wife, looking her up and down, and then he was looking at me. I'm on the phone. My wife's eating. If you're eating, you don't have to wear a mask. All the airlines say that. She's eating. Uh, he's looking at us like he wants to hurt us. And what ensued was something nothing short of absolutely preposterous as they tried to police us uh, and shame us, literally telling us, you're selfish. You're so selfish for not wearing your mask, trying to shame us into it. Well, this woman took it a little bit farther and actually threw a cup of hot coffee in a guy's face, total stranger on the sidewalk, outside, for not 
wearing a mask. I, I really don't know where this is going to lead, but I definitely believe the mainstream media is complicit in promoting and pushing this fear on all of us. Woman throws hot coffee in man's face after browbeating him for not wearing a mask in public. Boyfriend called 911 after being pummeled. The video is uh, uh, is kind of rough to watch, and there's definitely language in there, so I'm not going to uh, show the whole thing, but uh, let's see if we can get through we just don't work for the first part of it. Pirate. It's all right. What are you looking at me for? I didn't say shit to you. Get the fuck out <laughs> oh, no, of here. Oh, no, don't get in just a second. Oh, gee, hey, 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 She's Max, stopping so... them. Oh, there oh, it is. Shit. She just threw hot coffee in the man's hey. face, and hey, uh, he guys, just stop. was not having it. A tussle ensued, and rightly so. That's assault. You can't throw anything in somebody's face. Oh, I remember the the video of the uh, the guy that threw a big cup with full of ice and soda in a guy's face just for wearing a Trump hat. You know, I think that the couple that ran into us, I think they had a problem with our hats. Speaking of hats, how about I pick a name out of this hat right now? I think they had a problem with our hats and the fact that my wife was eating and had her mask pulled down and I was on the phone and had my mask pulled down. They just they just couldn't handle that. All right, so for this pin right out of the Oval Office with the president's signature engraved in gold on it. For those of you that supported my book, thank you so much. I'm going to pull a name out of this hat that's signed. It's, just, it's all to make you just feel good and know that uh, I'm so appreciative and thankful. And I think I got one right here. And this pin is going to Lloyd Stone. Lloyd Stone, you have this pin coming to you, my brother. Thank you to every single person, though, that got my book, entered into that drawing. Uh, the book, I think it's worth a lot more than the pen, but I don't know, this pen's pretty amazing as well. So God bless you all, thank you Lloyd. That pen will ship out to you tomorrow, put that right there. And uh, thank you all so much for supporting me, getting the book, hopefully get it into somebody's hands that maybe is waking up because of all this madness that they're seeing break loose all around us. God bless you Lloyd, and God bless everybody that, that supported me by getting my book. Truly, truly thankful. All right, let's get over here to Clarence Thomas. This is just a little flashback as to the look. I want you to really pay attention to the look that Joe Biden has on his face. Now, let's remember, Clarence Thomas was being land blasted. He was being set up. He was basically being treated like Donald Trump because he was a black conservative going up for the Supreme Court. Well, they didn't want a black conservative on the Supreme Court. The Democrats of those days are just as uh, bigoted and racist as they are today. And uh, they didn't want him on the Supreme Court. They tried to find any freaking thing possible to get him to not be able to uh, get on the Supreme Court, pretty much just like uh, Kavanaugh, uh, except well, it, it just like having it didn't work. He did get on the Supreme Court. But I want you to pay attention to the look on Joe Biden's face as he's addressing somebody that's about to be appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Senator, I would like to start by saying unequivocally that I deny each and every single allegation against me today. I think that it is disgusting. I think that this should never occur in America. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt, was searched for by staffers of members of this committee, was then leaked to the media. I think something is dreadfully wrong with this country. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. As a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks. 
who in any way deign to think for themselves. You will be lynched, destroyed, caricatured by a committee of the U.S. Senate rather than hung from a tree. I'd like to take a moment and tell you about the most useful app on my phone. You know, it's hard to find the time to sit down, to read, and to learn more, but I always feel like I need to. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I like Blinkist because I can listen to it while driving in my car, while traveling, while making breakfast or working out. I loved listening to this book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com Harris. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your new subscription. That's Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Harris. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. Wow. Well, I think that... Uh... Uh, we all understand and, and, and agree that what Donald Trump's gone through is similar to a modern-day lynching, and it's exactly what Clarence Thomas went through. God bless him. But the look on Joe's face, I mean, that's, you know, if you want to listen to somebody and you're not trying to cast a certain image, to me, looking at that, that looks like somebody that says, yeah, I don't like you. I'm trying to get you. I want to get rid of you. I want to get you out. Maybe that's just me. Is it just me? Let me know if it's just me. I don't know. But uh, what else do we've got? Well, is, uh, while we're on the subject of uh, Joe Biden, Dan Bongino says inside sources say that Joe Biden's cognitive decline is rapidly deteriorating. I've heard this from multiple sources. I've heard that he may not even be able to make it to uh, Inauguration Day if he was to win the election by some long shot Hail Mary of a miracle. Uh, and people inside that know Joe, that's why they, I believe that's why they don't want him to do these debates. They say he's not going to be around mentally very much longer. It's really a sad, sad thing that the Democrat Party and his family are doing that to him. Dan Bongino, inside sources say Biden's cognitive decline is rapidly deteriorating. On Saturday morning, conservative podcaster and my friend, former uh, NYPD officer and Secret Service agent Dan Bongino, stated that sources have relayed to him that former VP Biden is experiencing a rapid cognitive decline and he and uh, and said that his sources were close his sources are very close to the situation if you ever listen to Bongino's podcast his sources are usually impeccable he's got better sources than I do he's not been wrong yet with pretty much anything that he's talked about Biden's mental acuity has been a frequent topic of debate 
primarily among conservative voters, although Democrats have also acknowledged potential problems from time to time. I don't think it takes a rocket scientist. I think a child, literally, I think a child could listen to Joe Biden speak for five minutes and say, is there something wrong with him? I think there's a lot of children out there that are still adults that are refusing to acknowledge it just because they hate Trump so much. They're refusing to acknowledge that literally their candidate has uh, mental issues. And uh, it's a sad, sad state of affairs. Uh, I really, truly hope that he does not wind up in the White House. Uh, so will our, our country will go down the toilet, friends. Pretty simple. AO, AOC's Green New Deal, Bernie Sanders pushing his socialist agenda, uh, Beto O'Rourke, be, call him Bezos, Bezos, Beto O'Rourke's wanting to confiscate guns. Biden wouldn't be running anything. If Susan Rice winds up being the VP, well, uh, she's got a history of lying, lying, lying. Remember, she's one of the ones that came out and emphatically blamed the attack on our embassy uh, on a video. Yeah, she knew that was false, yet she still wanted to claim that Benghazi was all over a video. The woman is a liar, and that's somebody that Joe Biden is looking to potentially pick as his VP. Well, in uh, Seattle, uh, and then I'm going to get over to Morning Joe and something he said about uh, something he said about Epstein that I think should be plastered all over the place. Seattle police chief's neighborhood targeted by aggressive protesters. Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best's neighborhood was targeted by aggressive protesters who, according to Best, created fear among her neighbors. What, what about the couple in, uh, in, in uh, St. Louis that had to save off their, their, save their home and stave off the uh, protesters with guns? So th- there was no fear there? The neighborhood is about 40 miles outside of Seattle, which certainly indicates that doxing uh, may have been a factor in the protest. Uh, The chief of police was definitely against defunding the police, is against that. Best said that the protesters attempted to trespass onto multiple properties, but were unable to do so with successful deterrence from the homeowners. Sure, many of them had weapons. The the chief addressed the matter with Seattle's city council in a letter written on August 3rd to city council president Lorenzo Gonzalez and public safety chair Lisa Herbold. I want to update you on recent events, she says, particularly those those that occurred last night. A residence of mine in Snohomish County was targeted by a large group of aggressive protesters. Late last night, my neighbors were concerned by such a large group, but they were successful in ensuring the crowd was not able to trespass or engage in any other illegal behavior despite repeated attempts to do so. Well, what do you expect? I've shared this on my show before. Do you think these protesters are just going to stay in big uh, city areas downtown? No. They're going to wind up going out into the suburbs. They're going to wind up maybe coming to your neighborhood, which is why you better have your Second Amendment rights handy. We got a big dog, too, and uh, we're, we're ready. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully it doesn't come to that for you. But if it does, hopefully you're protected. You know, I saw a picture of uh, one area where, where uh, citizens were actually out standing in front of the police. Standing in front of the police that were standing in front of Antifa. Citizens out there saying, I'm protecting my police. I love that. We need to do more of that, and I'll I'll find a place where I can go do that if it happens, or we need it here in our country, in our city. Myself. So let's get over to, and then I got that funny video from Trump that I meant to show you yesterday. But first, let's go to Morning Joe back when he said, "Who's Epstein? Who's this Epstein guy?" But he shared exactly why I believe so many of us support this president. He's not afraid to tell the truth. Joe, you were right on that one. And uh, you, you even inclined that uh, it's a possibility he was going to win the 2016 election. Well, he did. I think that it's because our president tells the truth on hard matters that we 
love and support him. Um, the same thing has happened in the lead up to this campaign. Everybody's talking about, I don't know this Jeffrey Epstein guy. Is that his right name? That's his Jeffrey right name. Epstein. Yeah. People in the know always talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. I don't even know who that dude is. But I know that people that are in the know, that are in, in this media area, that don't do what I do, which is go to work and then go home and hang out with their kids, they talk about Jeffrey Epstein. And this is going to be a big problem because Bill Clinton and da-da-da-da-da. And there's always this swirl. And it's not by right-wingers. It's by the most powerful people in media. And they're always going like, these would be really bad, bad issues for Hillary and Bill if anybody had the guts to bring it up. Nobody does. That's what makes Donald Trump more dangerous than any person out there. He will bring up stuff that nobody else will bring up. And anybody thinking in the Clinton campaign that they're going to get a break because it's Donald Trump doing this instead of Jeb Bush, you are in la-la land. Because there are no rules when it comes to Donald Trump for any of us, for anybody anywhere he is not afraid to tell the truth he called out epstein he said it was going to be a problem he said bill's going to have some problems a lot of people are going to have some problems hopefully we start to see all those people that do have problems held accountable for their atrocious actions and uh it's disgusting it's it's hard to even think about what these people did these powerful powerful men and women that were complicit in Epstein's rape island and everything else that went on with uh, with him and his mansion. It truly is disturbing. Well, hopefully they are held accountable, but that is exactly why we like and love and support this president. He tells the truth on the hard issues. He's a businessman that understands what our country needs, and he's done a, a great deal to help make our country greater than it's ever been. And we're going to need him coming out of this pandemic, out of these lockdowns. We're going to need him and his, his policies to pull us up out of the mess that we're in. Uh, it's not going to be more PPE. That's These are just Band-Aids on cancer, literally. We've got to get our country open again. Uh, here's the funny video I wanted to show you. Here is Trump trolling Joe Biden. I wanted to show you this yesterday. Hopefully it plays today. I just think this is absolutely beautiful. Our president has a sense of humor. All right, so go to DonaldJTrump.com, and it pulls up his website. Donald Trump, there he is. If you go back up here... Okay, and then you type a bunch of random letters, whatever, and then hit enter. <laughs> That's where it takes you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes, our president knows how to troll. He's got a sense of humor, and he is pretty spot on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. I do truly appreciate all of you. I will see you all tomorrow evening, and uh, tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Today's Tuesday. I, I don't know if I messed that up. All these days are, are is it just me? Or are these days running together for you too? I think I said it right in the beginning. Anyway, today's Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow, I'll see you guys back for hump day. If it is hump day for you, middle of the week hump day. God bless you. Thank you so much for your support. And if you're in the Ventura County area this weekend, I will be there in Ventura County speaking at a Recall Gavin Newsom rally. 
Uh, I posted an article about that earlier today. Make sure you check out the details. Would love to see you there. And uh, if there's ever a time we get rid of this dictatorish tyrant, Gavin Newsom, right now, should be the time. If not, at least in 2022 when he's up for re-election. God bless you all. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.